What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into Near Falls with D Hall, a wrestling podcast, episode number 71. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about and with a bunch of different college coaches from across the area at the division one, two, and three level. Super excited to release this, guys. Uh, it's been a lot of work, a lot of fun talking to all these different coaches from around the area. Uh, super excited to get into it. But if you haven't already, go back, check out my long-form interviews that I released this summer. Joe Marquera, Mackenzie McGuire, Ty McGeary, and just recently uh, Rob Walker, who I just sat down with, episode number 70. That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, go back and check out those long-form episodes. I really enjoyed having those guys over. And coaches, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me, taking time out of your busy schedule this time of year. I know it's a lot um sitting down and talking about your squad but yeah man a lot of fun i hope you guys enjoy uh this edition of the ncaa preview brought to you by switch custom apparel all right joining me now on the call we have head coach of muskingham university coach robert powell how are you sir doing well uh just finished up i think it was practice seven or so from our second week of practice Guys are getting ready, getting ready to go. And, um, you know, we got our third prospect day this weekend, combine next week. So we're really in the thick of things and, and been pretty busy, pretty busy. Very good stuff. So you're uh, talking about uh, your, your off-season process. Uh, what's that look like for you guys? Uh, how are you guys building for the start of the season? So things kind of changed this year within uh, Division Three and NCAA where we had that allotted 114 days compared to the 19 weeks that we got in the in the previous years. So we really took a big advantage this year of having some more hands-on time with our guys, right? And I've been coaching college now. This is, what, year seven or so. You know, in the past, we weren't allowed to be in the room with our guys, couldn't be in the weight room. But with those 114 days and, and the eight that we were able to use in the fall, right, a lot of the freshmen that we brought in had the opportunity to get a little bit of college wrestling. Like an hour, we went like one day a week for an hour, uh, for the beginning of the season, uh, they got some college wrestling experience, and, and now we're in practice. So, I mean, we're super young. We got, you know, nine out of our 11 guys right now are freshmen. So um, getting those guys' experience is really important. I love that. Okay, so you talk about um, you have a lot of young guys. Has any of the guys on your squad stood out to you as leaders? Yeah, a lot, a lot. Um, I think with this group, when I went through the recruiting process and – um, at, at the end of the day, when I had, I originally had like 12 or so guys ended up committing and, and nine ended up showing up. And I just said, you know, like this is a very developmental group, um, which is really important. Like I got guys that, you know, they are going to be regional placers. They're going to be national qualifiers. I got some guys that, that I know can be all Americans very, very quick and very developmental. Um, we got one, one freshman right now who's really like separating himself as a leader, Aiden Johnson. Um, you know, he's going to wrestle 41 for us. So he's been doing really well. I mean, we got a freshman in uh, Lee Anderson at 149. So those guys battle every single day in practice. They're really pushing some of our upperclassmen and, right, really showing our underclassmen that they want to be here and being some leadership guys. And I think it's really cool right now with a lot of the prospect days and things that we're doing is when I bring guys into campus, high school seniors, it's like our team's mainly freshmen. So if you come here, you're going to be with these guys for the next three or four years, right? So not only are they your leaders through your recruiting process, but these are going to be your teammates. These are going to be your friends moving forward. And, and I love that you know, we have that leadership and that camaraderie within our program right now. Yeah, so uh, just an, 
last thought on that as you uh, build your roster. Um, what's that look like for you guys? Do you bring, you know, you talk about a lot of freshmen. Have you looked or uh, thought about the transfer portal at all? Obviously, I've looked it's in the transfer wild, right? <laughs> yeah, I've looked in the transfer portal. Um, Transferring is interesting, right? There, there's very there's very few D3 to D3 transferring. Um, you know, most guys, if they're transferring out of D3, they're trying to go bigger. If they're transferring from a Division One school, D2 school, they're looking for a certain niche or a certain fit of a D3 school. They've been through the recruiting process. Um, I took over this program. You know, I, I just had a recruit on campus yesterday, and, and, and mom said, you know, you've done a lot to this program. You guys are really building. Like, how long have you been here? It feels like you've been here forever. Like, I haven't been the head coach here for 24 months yet, right? Wow. So I Real think – behind you, brother. Yeah, I think in the next year to two years is where the transfer portal and just transferring is really going to help this program, right? Because a lot of guys, when they transfer – I don't know a true statistic about it, but I'd say nine out of 10 times they go to a school they already went through the recruiting process with out of high school. Right. Um, so those guys that either didn't come to Muskingum in the 22 class or the 23 class or 24 class that went division one, division two, or some different D three programs, since they've been on campus with me in high school, since they've gotten a chance to see our program and see where it was at year one, when I was here to where it is now, that's when I really think transferring is going to pick up for us. But as of right now, you know, bring them in and build them, right? We're a developmental program. For sure, for sure. So you talk about bringing them in, you're building them. Who are some of the coaches that are helping you uh, build those guys up? So right now, uh, my graduate assistant coach is Latrell Davis. So he was a two-time national qualifier and All-American out of Lindsey Wilson College down in Kentucky. Uh, spent two, Spent three years up at Cleveland State, two years competing. So he does a lot of our training with our guys, a lot of the individuals one-on-ones throughout the day does a lot of the room running. Um, I'd handle a lot of the recruiting, a lot of our strength conditioning stuff. So Latrell does really well with our guys for developmental stuff. I mean, he's he knows his stuff when it comes to technique. He's a really good guy in the room. Um, he works with our guys. And then in the offseason, you know, we have Connor McMahon, who is the head coach over at John Glenn High School, uh, built a really great relationship with our program. Right before I got hired, he was here as an assistant coach or the volunteer head coach during a period of time. So he does some off-season stuff with his local wrestling club, Route 40 Wrestling Club. So he does a lot of work with our guys in the off-season and working with them. But those two guys are really just kind of the backbone of my coaching staff right now. Um, we've had a few alumni that have come in and out the room every now and again. But I think those two coaches, you know, having a Division One wrestler and, you know, Coach McMahon was a SOCON champion and national qualifier and having an NAI national um, qualifier and All-American in our room just really helps build those guys up. So what are some of the goals and expectations you have for this squad? To fight. I mean, every, every, every year. Good answer, brother. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I tell the guys, you know, after any, any match, when I came in, my first, my first weekend as the coach. So I've been the head coach here for 11 days, and we wrestled Ohio Northern, Mountain Union, Baldwin Wallace, John Carroll, um, and Teal College. And Not a bad lineup. No, no. I've been, <laughs> I've been the head coach for seven days. You know, I told my guys, like, we're fighting muskies. We're not just muskies. We're fighting muskies, right? That's what I expect from a fighting muskie. You go out in every match and you fight, right? Hard work, dedication. I want my guys to just fight. Everything they do, give 100%, right? We do a team contract. We do a team expectations. First thing in there is I expect you to give 100% everything you do in the classroom, in the weight room, in the wrestling room, sleep and eating, 
fight, give 100%, and always work to win, always work to score. And that's, I mean, our expectation is always to win, but it's always to fight while we're winning, right? You know, we may lose some matches, but we'll always win those fights. Love that. That's a great answer. Okay. Uh, next question I have for you, and I ask everyone this question. It's a little bit different um, for each guy, I feel like. What are wrestle-offs, and what do they look like for you guys? When are wrestle-offs, I'm sorry, and when do the – what do they look like? Yeah, so we, we don't we don't do wrestle offs. Um, just kind of where we're at with the program right now, I mean, numbers wise. That seems like the common answer. I'm beginning. It's it, really it is. Interesting. You know, I go through the recruiting process and I, I talk to, to recruits, and you know, they ask, well, you know, how do I get a spot? You know, can I start right away? Thing with college wrestling is, when you're a freshman, when you're a young guy, I expect you to get 20 plus matches a year, right? I expect you to fight for a spot. Um, most of the competitions that we go to, the invitationals and the opens, our whole roster is going in there. So whether we got 10 guys or 40 guys, all of them are wrestling in that tournament, right? So we really give our guys an opportunity to fight for their spot, right? I, when I got hired here in that first year, we got to the end of the year and we had two 125-pounders. Both were like 4-10 and 10 and 4-11 and 11 on the year. Two common wins, all the same common losses. We had to have a wrestle-off. Right. And some other institutions that I've been at, usually when you get to the end of the year, if you and your teammate are going in the same tournament, right, and you're seeing each other in the back half of the bracket or one guy's winning matches up top and then you're losing to common opponents, at the end of the day, you know, it eliminates a lot of wrestle offs. You get a chance to see, you know, who's a varsity wrestler, who's not a varsity wrestler, who's developmental. Um, you know, I kind of explain it like seeding. Right, you go to the district tournament, the regional tournament, the Whipple tournament. How do you seed? Record, head-to-head, -head, common opponent. So if you're on my roster and you guys have gone to the same tournaments all year, I'm going to go based off your record. You might have some head-to-head -head in there, and you're going to have some common opponent and see how you place at tournaments. And that's kind of how we decide our lineup. You hit a uh, you hit a key little sparkle word in your little terms there. The Whipple. Uh, that's where my home is. That's where I'm based. Obviously, we had the conversation. You yep. do have a Whippy boy in your squad, Josh Page. Talk about him. Yeah, so Josh is a guy that when when I got here, he was he was coming in for football before I had met him. Uh, came in pretty big, right? He was 185, coming out of high school, ended up wrestling at or playing football at 215 or so. And, you know, we took pretty much a whole year getting him into 97. Um, he, he's working on some things, some injuries right now, and, and trying to get back into the wrestling room in, on the wrestling mats. But, I mean, he's a hardworking guy. He's definitely he's definitely what I see in him is what I see in a lot of Whippio guys. Those guys that maybe you don't have the highest accolades coming out of high school. Maybe you know haven't qualified for the state tournament, but a lot of those guys eight deep, ten deep. Those guys can go wrestle at the Division three level. Um, they can wrestle at the Division three level if they get in the right room, they get around the right system, and they get the right coach that's really going to push and develop them to to get in the the most high their potential. Um, and that's why, you know, I'd love to get some more whip you guys out here to Muskingum. Love that. Love that. Okay. Uh, last couple of questions I have for you. New question I have. Um, my co-host slipped it in here and I'm excited about it. Uh, favorite game or do you guys have a warm-up game that you guys play in the wrestling room? Uh, so our games depend on where we're at. So right, we split time between the wrestling room and we have a small gym upstairs, John Glenn Gym. So we'll practice there a couple of days a week. Um, when we're in the wrestling room, handball, that's, I mean, most colleges, most most wrestling teams will say handball. So we play a lot of handball. Uh, we actually had someone get tackled into our goal, so they're they're down and out right now. But when we're upstairs in the big gym, football. 
football okay. is football is always really big for us, man. I I think I got some guys. I got some guys that are sneaky athletic when we okay. play football that I didn't expect, but you know, usually warming up before matches, like we'll do our prospect days and any day that we do a prospect day, if we can have three mats out, that's a that's almost a dang football field. So I think Easy football money. is really big warm up for us. Okay, so QB, like, what are you looking at? Like, you D lineman, backfield. What are we talking? So we go. Everyone goes out for routes. Usually, myself or Coach Davis for the quarterbacks. I think I was MVP. You it? I threw. I threw about eighty touchdowns. Uh, just no one kept stats, but you know, I think I threw about eighty touchdowns. Right. If you average it, to, uh, we practiced upstairs twenty days last year, and I threw about I don't know four touchdowns or so per day. So that that sounds about right. Love but uh, yeah, everyone goes out for routes. We got some guys that can jump. Um, we got a new rule that we added in this year that if you leave the mat, you have to jog a whole lap around all the mats before you can get back. So if you're a DB and you go out of bounds, you got to go all the way back around, go behind the offense, mm. come back to guard someone. If you're a wide receiver, you got to go all the way back and come and the play's got to start. So, I mean, it gets pretty aggressive. We've had a couple dynamic toe touch catches in the end zone this year. So I'm excited to see um, what we're going to see this this weekend. We're doing a, a prospect day in our new field house. So we'll see how oh. that goes. Coach, you got me excited. Space, so that'll <laughs> we'll air it out. I love that, Coach. I love that. Okay. Uh, last two questions I have for you. Well, a question and just a thought. This is the first time I've ever had you on. I've, I ask everyone. Uh, it's kind of my thing. Near Falls with D-Hall is the name of the show. Give me your favorite near fall or pen you've ever been a part of or you've seen just in wrestling in general. Favorite near fall or pen. So here's what I hear. So as you think, I'll, I'll, I'll talk in your head. So I, I have it as you're pushing a guy. Some some coaches give me they're pushing a dude along and he finally gets over the hump, gets a back, gets some big back points in national finals, national tournament. I get I I wrestled, I pinned a dude to win a match when I was in high school. That was my my member. Uh, it's it's all over the map. So I'm trying to think my favorite. I think watching a guy I coached, Malik Settles, get a pin um, semifinals of, of his regional tournament, his sophomore year, first national qualifier, qualifier ever coached, right? You get that moment. I've – I coached at four with how my coaching career has gone. I've coached at four nat or four regional tournaments, you know, two out of the four, we've had a guy qualify for nationals. Um, I, w I remember last year I'm with my wrestlers. Um, I'm with the guy that I think is going to make it out this year. Our, our 97, he's up at heavyweight. And I mean, he, he's been working hard. He's put on some weight. He's going to make it out. And I remember us sitting there last year watching the semifinals and then watching the third, fourth place matches. And I think those are some of the most emotionally electrifying matches of the whole season. When in the semis, you punch your ticket. When in that third, fourth place match, you punch your ticket. And I remember Malik winning in the semis. And, you know, it's – I was with the coaching staff that was together for – they had been together four or five years. A lot of things have gone wrong. Hadn't had a national qualifier. Boom, they finally get their first qualifier. I'm coaching my first qualifier. It was my first year coaching in college. I moved all the way to New Hampshire, and the national tournament is back home in Cleveland. So that, that was all over the place. Right? Like just the emotions of that. And then to lead it off, going into the kids' finals match, 27-minute long finals match, 
Um, we saved all three of our challenge bricks in in the tournament, and we threw all three in the last minute and went two for three, and he won by a point to be a regional champ. But his uh, yeah, his fall in the semis match was it's my first national qualifier, man. I like that's awesome, right? You can't get another one for me. What'd you say? Did you give me both of them? Yeah, so the, the kid that placed that, that got his uh, placement that year as a freshman and the guy qualifying for nationals. Gotcha. I mean, those were, like, emotionally, like, the biggest. Not not even, like, it. crazy matches or crazy moves, just, like, emotionally. I mean, this is an emotional sport. Oh, dude, Some people, like, like it, yep. right? It looks like a fight. People watch wrestling, and, they, and guys walk around tired, hungry, angry. You know, we practice upstairs in the gym. It's hot. Our guys are beating on each other. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is an emotional sport a lot of guys put a lot into it and when you punch your ticket and and when you become an all-american or become a national champ and i haven't i haven't seen that i haven't coached a guy to that point but i have i think all of my closest friends in the coaching community have all coached national champions and right that's something i chase and man that is yeah that match for him going out to nationals was big that's love that sports emotional okay last thing i have for you anything or anyone or any anything else you want to shout out um, well, depending on time this comes out, you know, I want to shout out our, our big Southeast Ohio wrestling combine we got going on, um, on October 28th. So really cool event. We've done a lot of advertising for that. Last year we had Tariq Wilson come and run the combine. Uh, we had about 98 guys there this year. We're about 20 guys or so from the max, about a week out from registrations. Ian Miller, um, if you're familiar with Ian Miller, so he's going to find that day. Really hoping to get some Whippio guys out, get a chance to see our campus. I mean, we just we just built a $33 million athletics facility. And last year's Combine was actually the first event held there, having the event here again this year. And, I mean, it would be a great opportunity for a lot of guys. You know, last year we had 25 states represented. So far we got 22 states represented. Um, wow. So a lot of kids are coming out from California, Arizona, Minnesota, a couple Florida guys, Georgia, Alabama couple PA guys, young PA guys that I've seen so far, a um, couple guys from Ohio. So I think in the years, this is going to be really big, but definitely that event. You know, if you got guys listening to this that haven't heard about it or seen about it, come out here, learn some great technique, get in front of other college coaches, right? We send all that information out to college coaches. So opportunity to get recruited and learn a lot about Muskingum. Love that. Coach, thank you so much for uh, hanging out and uh, talking about your squad. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate you.